When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This is People Every Day. Coming up, everything we know about Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker's over-the-top beachside engagement. Plus, Succession's Sarah Snook's secret wedding, Lance Bass on the first five days of fatherhood, and why new dad Pete Buttigieg is clapping back over comments about his paternity leave. It's October 18th. Hi, everyone. It's People Every Day, and I am Zoe Ruderman, in for Janine Rubenstein. I'm guest hosting today for two reasons— One, Courtney and Travis got engaged yesterday, and you know I love talking about other people's relationships, especially relationships as interesting as Kravis's. And reason number two, I wanted to tell you all about my new podcast where I interview famous women about their roads to motherhood. It's called Me Becoming Mom, and we're going to get to that along with all the relationship news in just a bit. But first, I need to start with two pieces of breaking news. It was announced this morning that Colin Powell, the former Secretary of State, has died of COVID-19 complications at the age of 84. In a statement from his family, they noted that he had been fully vaccinated against COVID. Powell was the first black U.S. Secretary of State serving under President George W. Bush. He's survived by his wife, Alma, and three children and grandchildren. News also broke over the weekend that former hockey player Jimmy Hayes, who passed away at 31 back in August, had fentanyl and cocaine in his system. This is according to the medical examiner. Now, you may remember the story. Jimmy and his wife had just welcomed a new baby boy three months before, and they also had a two-year-old son. At the time, the cause of death was unknown. We know now that his widow is, quote, completely shocked over the toxicology report. She said, quote, I was so certain that it had nothing to do with drugs. I thought it was a heart attack. Just a terribly, terribly sad story. Now, I also promised you some joyful news today, and we have a lot of it, specifically happy family and relationship news. You guys know that Lance Bass welcomed twins via surrogate with his husband a few days ago. Well, yesterday, we got a very sweet update on babies Violet Betty and Alexander James. Lance wrote on Insta, haven't slept much in five days, and I'm covered in ick, but I've never been so happy. Then he added, quote, now there are four of us in this house that wear diapers. Listen, I basically wore an enormous diaper having a baby, so it didn't really seem that weird to me, but I did scroll through the photos and it turns out he was referring to his dog who is also wearing a diaper. And in more happy baby news, Eve announced over the weekend on Friday that she is expecting her first baby. And yes, we have even more baby news. Pete Buttigieg welcomed twins back in August, and he's been on paternity leave from his role as transportation secretary since then. Well, Fox News host Tucker Carlson criticized that decision last week. Here's what he said. Pete Buttigieg has been on leave from his job since August after adopting a child. Paternity leave, they call it, trying to figure out how to breastfeed. No word on how that went. Well, here's what Buttigieg had to say in response. As you can imagine, we're bottle feeding and doing it at all hours of the day and night. 
He also described someone taking family leave as, quote, that's not a vacation, it's work. Well, I want to give my personal thanks to Pete for normalizing family leave and specifically paternity leave. More of that, please. And rounding out the happy news, Succession star Sarah Snook has a lot to celebrate. Not only did the new season premiere last night, I watched it, it was great, but it turns out she also got married. Surprise! She married her close friend, comedian Dave Lawson, after the two of them were locked down together at the start of COVID. I love a pandemic romance. It started out platonic, but then the pandemic made it, well, not platonic. She proposed to him on Halloween, also love that, and they tied the knot in Brooklyn back in February and kept it a secret until now. So lots of big news today, but perhaps the biggest news, at least in my book, is the Kravis engagement. Yes, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker got engaged on Sunday. He proposed on the beach in Montecito, California, in the middle of a gazillion flowers and a bunch of candles. I immediately demanded two people, staffers who love to talk about relationships and rings and Kravis come on the show. So I'm here with managing editor Charlotte Triggs and silent beauty director Andrea Laventhal to break it all down. So Andrea, I know you have a lot of thoughts on their proposal. Tell us about the engagement and set the scene for us. So this was a surprisingly classic engagement. On a beach, candles, roses, sure, as we've said, it looked like the roses were into the thousands as opposed to the dozens. But, you know, proposal at sunset and um, he took her for a walk. There were the roses on the beach. They're red and white. It was shaped like a heart. I mean, this is like a Valentine's Day ad. And um, can you imagine, Zoe, you're walking along the beach. Maybe your dog has to go to the bathroom. And you're like, "What? what's that in the distance? Some roses? That, that looks interesting. And then you just see Travis Barker proposing to Kourtney Kardashian. Well, so apparently she was actually surprised, which I find extraordinarily hard to believe or to com- maybe not to believe, but to compute. Like how? How do they manage to do that? That's what every woman says. I was so surprised. I had no idea it was coming. Right. I haven't been Googling rings for the last 12 months. Okay, sure. Got it. Oh my God. She definitely had a goth ready manicure ready to go like for the last few weeks. Also, she was dressed actually a little bit sort of like bachelor wardrobe but like, you know, but a little goth, like the black gown and stuff like that. Like, I guess if you're them, you just dress like that any given day of the week, right? <laughs> like that's just your Sunday afternoon. But yeah, like, so uh, it was just these, you, you said it before, like, you know, probably hundreds, even thousands of these red roses everywhere and candles on the beach. And allegedly she was surprised by this. And then they followed it up with like a big family dinner um, with a couple of his kids actually. And, you know, her her family was all there as well. So somebody definitely knew. I actually love that element of it. I think it's really sweet. And I know that sweet is not typically a word used to describe their relationship, but we've heard from sources that their families love each other. Their kids all approve. We know that Kris Jenner approves. Their kids have been involved in the relationship from the beginning. So just to remind everyone, Courtney has Mason, Penelope, and Rain, 11, 9, and 6, with Scott Disick, who, reminder, they have never been engaged or married. Courtney has never been engaged before. And if, sorry, when she marries Travis, this will be her first marriage. And Travis has kids too. Charlotte, how old are they? On his end, there's three kids, actually. Um, his stepdaughter, Atiana, who's 22, that's uh, his ex, Jenna Muckler's daughter with um, Oscar De La Hoya. And then they had two kids together, son Landon, who's 17, and daughter Alabama, who's 15. And then on her end, she obviously was with Scott Disick for years and years and years, and they have three kids. Um, and subsequent to that, she dated a couple other guys, including this guy, Eunice. So recently, Scott did send Eunice 
a shady message about like how she was behaving on her Italian vacation um, with Travis. And it didn't stay private. Eunice was like, screw you, Scott, and posted it publicly. So there is a little indication of tension there. Of course, then at the very outset of this relationship, Shanna Mokler made it clear that she was not necessarily a huge fan of it. Although Travis's kids love Courtney, I think that's why she's not such a huge fan. It was like Courtney would buy her daughter a really expensive like Birkin. And Shanna was like, you know what? Like, I don't like that because it's like, I can't do the same thing and it makes me uncomfortable. There was like a lot of stuff to be ironed out at the beginning. But of course, we know that the Kardashians are like, they're, I mean, if there's something that they do really well, it's like co-parenting and navigating these relationships with exes. They're actually very slick at that. And the funny thing is, it's like as much as this relationship has seemed so over the top and they're kind of acting like teenagers, according to a lot of sources, Travis is like, a serious, you know, it's a serious relationship and he's giving her a lot of things that she like never got before. So it's a very mature relationship in a weird way. I think it's so interesting. And she's 42. She's never been engaged or married. And the quote that really stood out to me is that an insider told us Courtney likes that he's not a player. He's really nice. He's chill. He's an adult. And I feel like it's easy to look at them and assume that this is sort of like a puppy love juvenile relationship. But everything we know about them points in the direction that this is serious and adult. And honestly, anyone who waits until 42 to do this for the first time is taking the decision seriously. You guys, I have a question. Does anyone think that perhaps this over-the-top engagement and then the family dinner has something to do with the new show that they're filming? Not that I don't believe they're really in love and that this wasn't a real proposal, but as they say in the business, we have a season. I mean, this is a major moment for their new show. They better have filmed this. I cannot believe that you guys are so cynical and not just looking at it for the true love (laughs) that it really is. But yes, I also hope that it's captured somewhere so we can see it someday. And listen, the Kardashians are a family that knows how to play up these things. And that doesn't mean that it's not real love. But yes, I want all of it. I want the planning, the showers, the bachelorette, the wedding. I want all of it. Well, they've been really, let's say, generous in letting their followers, you know, see their love develop and grow. So it's only fitting that they would share the engagement as well. So yes, I mean, if a 10-carat ring is put on a Kardashian's finger and there's not a camera there to film it, did it happen? Probably not. (laughs) But in this case, I believe they're sharing because they've been sharing all along and it would be odd and everybody would be really, we'd all be hurt and devastated if they didn't let us into this intimate special moment of theirs, right? Andrea, tell us about the ring. What do we know? Okay. So as soon as I saw this hit my Instagram, I got out my loop. Yes, I have one at home. And I just zoomed in to try and figure out this ring. No one at the time of this recording has taken credit for it. Although I feel like it could be Lorraine Schwartz because she's a friend of the Jenner family. But In my estimation, it's probably between eight and 10 carats. It's a beautiful oval. It's on what looks like a thin pave diamond band. I'm assuming platinum because come on. A ring like that is got to be like half a million dollars, you guys. Also, doesn't this feel like a really classic, sophisticated ring? It almost reminded me of Blake Lively's ring. Well, I assume that when it comes to the bands, she'll go black diamonds. I mean, if she's going to stick with her current aesthetic, she's got to go for something no dark way. and edgy. Tattoo. 
It's going to be a tattoo ring. Oh, what was I thinking? Because the language is all forever. Courtney wrote forever and tagged him on the Insta. Kim wrote Kravis forever on her post. Tattoos are forever. Rings are not. I wish that they would... Stop saying Kravis. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not with another it. celebrity name. Yeah, Kravis kind of makes me think of crevice, which makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like a area that has been unwashed. So. <laughs> or Travis. I don't know. Well, that has a nice ring to it. Yeah, let's use that. I like that. Coming up, more on Courtney and Travis's beachside proposal. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm back now with Andrea Laventhal and Charlotte Triggs talking all things Kravis. So Andrea, what do you think she's going to wear down the aisle? Uh, People are saying online, they're calling that she will be wearing a black wedding dress. I say no. I say that's taking it too far. Now, fun fact, if you watch Travis Barker's uh, reality show with his ex, you know that when she got married, she wore a black sash with her wedding dress. So Travis Barker has a lot of influence over how his significant others dress. I think he's the one with the really edgy, cool aesthetic, and it rubs off on um, you know his partner. I think the black look could totally happen, especially because she's like not a traditional bride and she's got three kids and she's very aware of that. And like, we know that, you know, she shared on the show that like Scott tried to propose to her at one point and she was like, nah, like, I don't feel like it. I don't really believe in it. It's not really for me. So I just don't know that we're going to see like a super duper classic bridal vibe from her. But then again, I feel like the ring and other indicators and this classic proposal, like other indicators are showing that, yeah, she does want the experience of being a bride. Okay, I think you're both wrong. It's going to be a naked dress. Like, oh. we'll have to blur the nipples when we post it on people.com. It'll be a classic cut, mm. but unlined, so a naked dress. She can borrow her friend uh, Megan Fox's dress from the MTV I love that. Exactly. I think it's going to be that kind of vibe. Well, who thinks that they're going to get engaged next? I mean, I see that happening like in a week. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting for it. Charlotte, just do the pre right now. It's happening. How come no one calls them Megan Kelly, you guys? I do. <laughs> Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly? By accident, I call them Megan Kelly constantly and confuse people. I just had a thought when I also saw the news after I was done um, assessing the ring as a um, non-expert expert. Do we think that the timing of Adele's new album was perfect for Scott Disick or what? I changed you. 
because somewhere he is sitting in a dark room playing that new song on loop, just being like, ugh. <laughs> Plus, we know what he really thinks. You remember what he sent to her her other ex? He's like shady. And I think that he's feeling it all. Yes. And I think he'll probably like he'll probably have it both ways. He'll air f- publicly enough like his real feelings and then also say, It's I we I want her to be happy. People do both. I think just like us, Scott knew this was coming. This was not a surprise. He had time to prep for it. I bet he'll be at the wedding. That is just the kind of blended family this is. Those are my predictions. Naked dress, tattoo ring, Scott at the wedding. Do you think she'll make her sisters wear bridesmaids dresses? I'm picturing naked dresses. Kylie in like a powder blue taffeta with like a um, French twist and tendrils. From David's bridal with a little sprig of baby's breath in her hair. Yeah, it seems like it would be totally on brand for that family. So I mentioned that in addition to coming on the show to talk about Courtney and Travis's engagement, I wanted to come on to talk about our new podcast. People launched Me Becoming Mom last Thursday, and every week I'll be sitting down with a celebrity to talk about her road to motherhood. We're covering everything from adoption to surrogacy, IVF to pregnancy loss, surprise home births to single motherhood, literally all of it. I've really been wanting to do a show like this for a long time because I feel like a lot of these topics are still pretty taboo. And as someone who had her own bumpy road to motherhood, I really wanted to do what I can to destigmatize these things. So my first guest was the incredible Hoda Kotb. And yes, we both cried during this conversation. She was really open about adopting her two girls. And the part that really got me was when I asked her how she talks to her daughters about becoming their mom. I tell them they were adopted. And I'm not sure if they 100% know what that means. I always say, you didn't come from mommy's tummy. You came from my heart. And they understand that. And they said, did a baby ever come from your tummy? And I said, no, it didn't. And she said, okay. This week, you'll hear my conversation with Real Housewife of Atlanta, Candy Burris, who became a mom in four different ways. We spent a lot of time talking about how she welcomed one baby via IVF and another baby via IVF and surrogacy. Listen to this story about what a friend said to Candy about surrogacy, and you'll understand exactly why I wanted to launch this podcast. She's older. So I guess her initial thinking is like, just because somebody doesn't physically have their baby that they won't be able to have that same bond as a mother who physically pushed the baby out. Yeah. And I could tell you for sure, if you ever had a doubt in your mind, that is not true. The podcast is called Me Becoming Mom and New Deliveries, sorry, couldn't resist, arrive each Thursday. I'm so excited about some of the guests coming up and I really hope you'll all listen. Now, something to make you smile. John Legend was out on a family stroll in Boston yesterday with Chrissy Teigen and their kids when they heard something familiar in the distance. Yes, they were being serenaded by John Legend's hit song, All of May. Well, not exactly serenaded. It was actually a coincidence. A busker by the stage name Rada was playing the song just as the family walked by. And actually, Rada didn't even know it was John Legend because he was wearing a mask. And she got quite a shock when she realized who it was. After she finished the song, John went up, tipped her, and thanked her. I don't know about you, but I am smiling. Thanks for listening, everyone. 